<laughs> I heard something the other day that was appalling. Oh, I was appalled as well. Bob hasn't seen the original RoboCop, and I know he's fucking crazy. So I don't really blame him. I blame you. You're supposed to be better than this. Bob, or Alex, if I don't know about these things, I can't remedy them. You didn't, like, sit down with a list and start asking questions? When we first got shouldn't, married? Shouldn't, no. No, this is pre-marriage questions. <laughs> this is so you can avoid an annulment. These are things that you just kind of assume. You're a man of a certain age. I assume you have seen RoboCop. Well, you know what happens when you assume. Yeah, I know. But then, what did you say? You were like, well, I don't remember seeing RoboCop. And my right. immediate rejoinder was, you'd remember seeing RoboCop. <laughs> Again, it is a cop who is a robot mm. with one of the most banging soundtracks of all time. You'd remember. You'd remember. And Kirkwood Smith is just the most vile, evil villain of all time. Oh, yeah. He's so good. It's great. He's so good. It's great. In that movie. So what I told Alex was, I have a remedy for this. Mm -hmm. It involves homemade uh, Hooters wings Mm -hmm. using their breading and uh, sauce at home. Mm -hmm. And then us sitting down and watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Us reliving a classic and you seeing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I mean, that sounds pretty great to me. And if we want, we can double feature it because these old movies are like blessedly 90 minutes long. (laughs) So if there's another like Stone Cold classic that you haven't seen. Well, we still haven't watched Street Fighter the movie. Oh, that's right. Ooh, double feature. Okay. Now, what do you watch first, though? Well, see, Street Fighter's so terrible that it's good. Yes. RoboCop's actually great. So do you finish with RoboCop? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he's going to be begging for RoboCop by the time Street Fighter finishes. I think he's going to have a good time with Street Fighter. <laughs> Street Fighter is a good time. It's bad. Do not get me wrong. It is not a good movie. But it's a fun movie. Remember when movies were an hour and a half? Yes. Oh, what a world that oh, was. Oh, God, Alex. Do you, like, seriously, that was the best. Um, a taut 90 minutes. Now everything's got to be four and a half hours. Speaking of long-ass movies, you know what I finally got my ass around to watching? Oh, I'm curious. Uh, you may be surprised to learn I've never watched this as a Christopher Nolan diehard fan. Mm-hmm. Was it Tenet? No. I oh, still Memento? Have you not seen I Memento? Still have, I, I haven't seen Memento, but I still haven't seen Tenet. Maybe that should be next, even though I hear that's very, like... Mediocre. Weird. Yeah. Um, weird can be good, though. Yeah. I finally got around to watching Interstellar. Oh, what did you think? Well, have you two seen it? No. Oh, it's good. It is? It's not great. It's not like, you know, I really do think Inception's a 10. I know Bob always rips on me for that. I love Inception so much. The soundtrack. Okay, but that was before the blah became like a thing. He started that shit. You can't be mad at the originator. Sure you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. If he did it first and it was great in that movie, then it worked. It's not his fault all the lesser skilled people copied him. Or that it suddenly became a trailer thing. There's, there's an argument about this with Weezer. Like, that Weezer spawned a lot of, like, really shitty music. Yeah, but so did, like, every popular band. 
Nirvana didn't spawn a bunch of really shitty music. I mean, this goes for anything. Think the about, Beatles didn't spawn a lot of really shitty music. Think about all the bad knockoff Call of Duties that Call of Duty created. Right. Mm. Anytime something is popular, it's like, how can we capitalize on this? Not by learning the right lessons, but just by making thing that's similar enough that we can trick people into giving them our money. Mm-hmm. I think... And I mean, I feel I can talk about things that happen in Inception since it's like 15 years old. Interstellar is pretty old, too, at this yeah, point, though, like isn't it? Yeah, it's like eight or nine years old. Yeah. It's surprisingly old. It surprised it took me so long. But that's another watch. It's like two hours and 50 minutes, Interstellar. And it's not, you know, Nolan's usually pretty good at pacing his movies. So it doesn't, it's again, it doesn't feel as long as it is, but it's long. And it's not like I can watch Inception and every time at the end of Inception, the combination of the music and what's happening, it emotionally hits me every time. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Um, Interstellar, I don't think the big emotional moments hit me like that. So I'm not going to say it's a great movie. Like, I think it's really good. Like, it's like an eight out of ten. Okay. Um, But... And there are some all-time great scenes in this movie. Like, there's, like, I I can't even talk about them, right? But there's some stuff in there that, you know, you should watch it just to see some of these scenes because they're incredible. Like, the, the stuff they shot, the CG work, like, unreal. But it's like we actually, And the music. Know. And it's so different than a lot of the stuff Hans Zimmer normally does. Because you know anytime it's Nolan, it's always Hans Zimmer as well. And is it's different than what he usually does, and it's so great. The mu- the soundtrack's incredible. Nice. Let's give it a watch. Yeah, it's on, it's on Prime if you want to watch it. That'd be a good one to, like, sit down on your TV in the basement, turn all the lights off, and just... Right, well, that's, yeah. Get into it. See, here's the problem. The movie's way too long. Well, I know you can't. But see, you have a different issue in that you can't watch anything. That's not true. Okay. I can I can watch YouTube explainer videos, like, endlessly. Do you have your phone in your hand while you watch them? Yeah. Okay. So when we're going to watch <laughs> RoboCop and Street Fighter. Are we banning are the Are we taking the phone away? I think we have to take the phone away. But if we take the phone away, does he kill himself at the end? Or sometime in the in the middle, he'll have just experienced cinematic joy. So I don't think that he will. I think he'll mm-hmm. be okay. I don't always play on my phone. Did you see? Like, he immediately <laughs> looked at me because he knows he's lying. <laughs> he lied lyingly. Why do you lie, liar? I mean... You are who you are, Bob, and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't play with my phone when I'm running. Mostly because I don't take my phone a lot. (laughs) But let's be real. 99.99999% of the time you're watching something, you're on your phone. Well, I mean, the the problem is that the vast majority of content is just very mediocre and does not... Um, yeah, but this is even stuff that attention. you like, like stuff that will like your your uh, fucking uh, explainer videos that you do enjoy. You don't actually watch those. They're in the background and you're on your phone. Yeah, because I can absorb multiple sources of information at the same mm. time. 
maybe 30% of two sources. Wow. Hateful. Just the truth about Hateful. You like, you're like, oh, I don't know. Is it immediately likes. Remember that one time we made him do the podcast without his phone and he couldn't have looked any sadder? <laughs> Bob the dog was in here earlier doing his sad Bob the dog face, and that doesn't even hold a candle to how depressed you were. You were very sad. We took the phone away from him for like two hours. You would have thought someone shot him. You were very sad. Hateful. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you gonna do the intro or you half-assed in this whole enterprise? Right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, uh, recent acquirer of scrolls, scrolls, Erica. Yeah, those were rad. It was a birthday gift to myself. <laughs> but then moratorium. I'm not buying any more shit. She lied lyingly. <laughs> Did I wish you happy birthday? We don't really do that. I feel like I <laughs> wished you happy birthday as punishment for you not wishing me happy birthday. I feel like I got you back. Hmm. I don't remember. I think I did. Because I was like, normally I wouldn't because I don't know anyone's birthday. Because I know you don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. But then I was like, ooh, Bob mentioned it was Erica's birthday, so I'm going to make sure to bring it up. Run the guilt trip. I didn't feel that guilty. So. Damn it. And you don't even remember, so clearly not. Failed enter- Another failed enterprise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My manipulations on Bob, though, those always work. I know. It's the dry spell now. Now we wait. Now it's just fic and gift sets and shouting at your friends on the internet and mm. waiting. Life. And just waiting. And being the fic you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. Hey, I had an idea, and I'm wondering why this has never happened. What's that? You know, Bob, he's like, how would I describe him? An endurance athlete? What are you laughing about? I'm not laughing about nothing. I mean, you're, you're laughing over there. I why didn't say you, anything. Why are, I didn't Erica, even look at you. I'm listening to him talk. Erica, Erica didn't laugh, and you're laughing. Why are you laughing? Isn't this how you describe yourself? I, it's true. I am an endurance athlete. It's yes. just interesting that you laughed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you must not think you are, but anyway. An endurance athlete. And, you know, he trains a lot. Mm-hmm. He works out a lot. A lot of running. And he, his body needs a way to recover. And I looked into it and I discovered you can get one of those little like tubs that you can dump a bunch of water and ice into and he can sit in there and recover. Doesn't that seem like a good thing? Like that could be like an early Christmas present. You mean like a bathtub? Yeah, but but it would be like a dedicated one. You wouldn't have to like dump a bunch of ice in your indoor bathtub. Or you could just dump a bunch of ice in the bathtub you already own. Mm. This is the air fryer conversation all over again. <laughs> How much was the air fryer? I don't know because I don't care because I don't need an air fryer. Well, I did some research <laughs> and this tub that I'm talking about, bathtub, if you will, was like a hundred dollars. That's nothing. So it's a shit house thing that's going to break immediately. No, no. I'm sure it's incredible. Use your fucking bathtub. You don't need an independent tub. Or you know what you could use? The little baby pool that we haven't used all summer that we already have. No, he can't be, he can't. He can't cover his whole body in the baby pool. Oh, disagree. Yes, you can. 
You gotta contort a little bit, but you could do it. Oh yeah, so he just came back from a 20 mile run, now he's gonna contort. Hey, that's a personal choice, friend. (laughs) No one made you run 20 miles. But if it's $100, isn't that under the purchase limit? Like, he could just do it, right? He could. Okay. I'm just wondering. Is it on the way? (laughs) Is it already on the way? (laughs) No. Okay. You were thinking about it, though, weren't you? (laughs) He said you wouldn't let him do it, but that sounded like a great This is the first I have heard about this nonsense. (laughs) No, no, no. I knew he hadn't asked you, but he said he assumed you wouldn't let him do it. No, you assumed correctly. You shouldn't (laughs) do that. No, 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 but she didn't say can't. She said shouldn't. Mm. Which, basically... No, this isn't a car. (laughs) I am glad I caught myself because that way I would have ruined this microphone. You get a pop filter in the way. (laughs) I wouldn't have done shit. (laughs) No, yeah, that would have been just... (laughs) I mean, to me, that sounds like a green light. And you don't even have to ask permission because of the price point. I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, would you like to see a picture of it? No. <laughs> I'm good. It has a nice little cover it goes on, that goes on. It's oh, cool. so it's something that's just going to sit out for all time. We all know how much I love that kind of shit. <laughs> that's my favorite. Well, what do you... Now, hold on a second. Yes. Where do we draw the line? Because you got that really nice set that sits outside. The yard, the lawn, the... Wait, like yard, the furniture that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that out. just sits there. Yeah. That just sits there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why can't that just sit there? <laughs> See, he didn't believe me. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. What am I doing? We don't have anything else to talk about, so he's got to he's got to poke. He's got to stir. <laughs> I'm just advocating for a man who can't speak for himself because he's afraid of I you. I do think it's fucking hysterical <laughs> that you didn't bother asking me about it because you knew exactly what I would say. <laughs> and that you would be laughed at. He doesn't have to ask you. It's under the limit. What is it? Is it $300? Rightly laughed at. What was the limit? Is it 300 How much is that stupid thing? It's $100. Mm, okay. That's, did you hear it? Okay. Water. Delicious. Look, when you came along and you were like, Bob, I really want X, what did he say? He was like, Yeah, Erica, you should do that. That'll make you happy, so I'm in favor. What's X? Anything. Anything you ever wanted, never dreamed of. I know how Bob is. He's very giving. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he just couldn't wait. He was like, You should totally do that. I approve. And you know, Bob always comes to you for your approval because he thinks so highly of you in your opinion. And he just wants your approval. Just this little hundred dollar purchase. I don't, even, I don't know if you know what I'm thinking of, but I'm reminded of a time we were coming back from a party once. We just Ubered back. You're we walking through the garage. And he drunkenly was like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, oh, Jesus, what the fuck is this? And he's like, I bought a new snowboard. That was like, God only knows how much money. But he named it after a Steven Universe character because he thought that wouldn't make me as mad. Was he right? I'm still pretty mad. (laughs) Was that over the purchase limit, though? I'm assuming so. Bob. 
Yeah. So when he first said that, you're like, oh my God, did he cheat on me? And then it just turned out, no, he just bought a snowboard. I know he, he's not doing that. So hmm. I assumed it was a dumb purchase. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Hey. So who on the Slack uh, was like, hey, Bob. I know it was on somebody brought that up on the Slack. Uh, no, actually, uh, I I think I saw it on Reddit. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when Bob just plays on his phone all day. Is he gets into trouble? <laughs> and who amongst us doesn't? Right, like you got to be careful. Like sometimes you're like, ooh, yeah, that looks good. Nah, I can't buy that. And you just kind of scroll away. I guess. It's not as much fun, though. I, Bob's sitting there and he's thinking, what's self-control? What I really appreciate, too, is that you're outside in that thing looking like an idiot so all of our neighbors can see. Is that your way of saying you would like some more bushes or shrubbery in your backyard so people can't see? No, we need to do something. Because could, there could be a little give shit. and a take. A little, little yin and a yang. If you are so concerned about this, Alex, you could buy it for him. Oh, no, no, no. And then I'll make him take it back. Bob's got got the money. (laughs) If I'm buying you guys anything, anything, number one on the list is a nice little seat for Bob the dog by the window. And until that happens, you can assume I'm not buying you shit. So it's interesting you mention, like, something to block the view of the neighbors. Mm -hmm. Because I have an excellent idea. Okay. A privacy fence that go that would go around the outside of the wall that in, that goes around our patio. That something tastefully sense. done, maybe like shiplap or something. Yeah, but then you have a fence uh-huh. in the interior of your interior of your yard. Yes. And then you have grass. Uh huh. Then you have plants. Uh huh. And then you have another fence. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a look. Thanks. <laughs> he brought this up to me and I was like, absolutely not. Why is this like the cheap man's fence? Why can't you just build a fence? Well, so what are you, the, what, what are you doing that you don't need? And that's not like people are like standing outside and staring into you know, yard. Eric, if you have nothing to hide, you should always let the police in the house. Incorrect. Idiots do that. <laughs> Come back with a warrant. Thank you. <laughs> I just want some privacy, Alex. Okay. Bill, don't you need a fence anyway? Build a fence. Well, see, here's the problem. If I we built the fence, well, one, we can't because there's already an existing fence and you can't double up fences. Okay, so rip the other fence out. Um, But second, that fence would have to be very, very tall to be effective at blocking the view from our neighbors because it's that's the the property line is in like the lowest part of the yard okay no offense but you're not a 25 year old supermodel who happens to live back door next door no your neighbors aren't looking out their windows leering like oh what's what's bob doing in his backyard oh he's getting into his little baby tub to sit in the ice like they're not doing that i mean that i don't care about then what do you care about? I just want some privacy. 
For what? <laughs> what do you do out there? Nothing. But maybe don't I, look at me. Maybe I don't I would. fucking know. Maybe I would if I had some privacy. But what what would you do? <laughs> Kill all of my plants that are right there because they would never see the sun again. <laughs> don't try to find any logic in it, Alex. You're just gonna you're just gonna give yourself a headache. This this coming from the man who like deletes all of his text messages like moments after he sends them and like r- runs on private mode for everything. Yeah, but I also don't sit outside. You know what the funny thing is? Neither does he. <laughs> well, yeah, because I have no privacy. What would you do? You'd sit there on that really nice furniture. And you'd scroll on Reddit. That's all you would do. That's not true. What else would you do? Enjoy uh, peaceful nature. So he'd sit there and <laughs> scroll on Reddit. So, okay. One thing. I'm nodding slowly in agreement. Yeah. I'm glad we established this. Listen, this, was this a is scintillizing, scintillizing uh, Listen, podcast conversation. What I want. This whole podcast is about Bob's mania. This what is a I, normal topic. What I want is the Brock Lesnar like middle of nowhere compound where I can't see anyone. Well, you can do that, Bob. You're just going to have to get the Brock Lesnar contract with WWE. Mm. So, I mean, if you want that full experience, though, Brock Lesnar doesn't have a phone. He just has to like drive to the outside of his property, and then like there's like a landline that he used to call Paul Heyman. So you wouldn't be able to scroll Reddit anymore. That sounds nice. Really? What would you do if you... Do you ever... When you go places and you don't have internet, how long until you start to consider just ending it all? Oh, it's actually very pleasant. Then why don't you just put your phone down? Well, because I can't. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, so, so no, okay, no, no. Here, I, I here's, just feel it, myself getting like more and more annoyed. <laughs> can we start talking about something else? So here's the thing: if you put a pizza in front of me, right? Yeah, I'm going to eat the entire pizza. Sure, but if you don't put the pizza in front of me, I eat no pizza. So really, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it is Alex's fault. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's Alex's fault. But and I'm still going to eat the pizza. I'm coming to your home. Who invited who? <laughs> You already know the answer, Erica. Don't shrug at me. Every time you go out, what do you think I know when you leave the house? Oh, oh no, 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 that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know what the deal is. Every time I have plans and it might like kind of encroach on dinner, I immediately am like, did you call Alex yet? Where are you guys going for dinner? Hey, speaking of ideas, when are we going to start the uh, the awful nationwide pizza chain Tasteathon? I have no interest in doing that. What? We, we got to try the big four. We got to try Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, and Domino's. I haven't tried any of these in like a decade. They might be great. I feel like we had Papa John's because we knew that there was one over here. Maybe like the first like couple months we moved in. Could be. I feel like I've had Papa John's in the last few years. 
Well, and, and see, here's this is why this is important research. Because if you need late night pizza, mm-hmm. the good places are all closed. Exactly. Well, if you live in the suburbs, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't really have much of a choice. Yeah. So we need to figure Is out what Pizza the Hut best open the... late? Don't they close super early too? I don't I mean, know. I don't know. I could not tell you the last time I had Pizza Hut. We Probably also for to, Book It. We also need to figure out what the signature pizza or whatever thing is from each of these places. Because didn't you say one of them has like really good breadsticks? Oh, the Domino's cheesy bread? I will say the Domino's cheesy bread when it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and you just need something to get you through mm. is solid. And, and, and obviously like for Pizza Hut, their signature thing is the um, the stuffed crust. Mm-hmm. So we need to figure out like what the signature thing is for each of them. And get that and try it. I think they're all going to suck, Erica. I haven't had them all in like a decade. But I need you to suffer with me so we can review them for the podcast. Full for the podcast. See, here, here, here I know exactly what's going to happen. I've been shitting on all these places for 20 years. I need to be able to justify shitting on them. Alex is going to shit on it. You're going to shit on it. And I'm going to be like, yeah, it's pretty good. I eat it again. Yeah, you like anything with cheese. As long as the adhesion is okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to keep that in mind. Because the best pizza place, you know, maybe there was like a, you know, uh, just kidding. There was no issue at all. It was a made-up problem. <laughs> Cheese adhesion is a real thing. I wish that Gennario's was like <laughs> right around the corner from you because he could have never sworn off pizza if that Gennario's was anywhere nearby. He wouldn't have had the willpower. thousand percent. Yeah. It's not... I don't think about Gennario's. Yeah, it's too far away. That's why. Does Gennario's ever think about me? I think about Penn Pizza in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania more than I think about Gennario's. That's just fine pizza. It's very good. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. Yeah, it's like that that slice spot place. was like, this is fine. That's better than Penn. No. That's not true. That's just, you guys had like one pizza place because you lived in the middle of nowhere and that he's was the, the only place you could nostalgia. go. So you've got the, it's the Stockholm syndrome. Did we, we went to Penn Pizza? Yeah, I've had it multiple times. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I still think about Penn Pizza a hell of a lot more than Gennario's. Gennario's. <laughs> Get it right. Pay the price. <laughs> I, I tell you what, it's like... Weird energy, I'll this give episode. It, I'll Very give weird it, energy. I'll give it seven and a half out of ten. Look, I know he's just saying that to try to get to me. We both know he doesn't believe that. <laughs> I, I think, I, honestly... What is the thing, him, Alex? He can't, he can't believe it. It's fine. He's wrong. The no, pizza's he delicious. He doesn't believe it, though. That's the thing. We never get his honest rating about anything. All his ratings are just designed to try to piss one of us off. It's yeah, not you're working. not wrong. Yeah. I know. I'm over here. I give my honest rating. I'm like, oh, slice spot. It's like a four. Wow. Really? Yeah, I gave it a seven last time just to be nice. It's actually a four. Mm. That place sucks. The mm. crust was terrible. Oh. Just not true. What's very funny about this is it's like, it doesn't matter at all. 
is there something we discuss on this podcast that it does matter? Oh, yeah, that's a fair point, Alex. Do you have Arrow? You want to have a, you want to have a talk? Do you have any thoughts about uh, the 75 different people being indicted under Rico in Georgia? What's there to talk about? Uh, I will say I found it uh, genuinely hilarious that that fat ass said 215 was his weight. Because <laughs> it was like, but. So people started posting buddy. pictures of other people who were actually like 6'3", 215 next to him. And it's like, hmm, Not no, I don't think this this works out. Not even close, but well, what was it? Uh, there's a place in, I don't know if you sent this to him, but there's a, a the Wiener Circle in Chicago posted, what did they say? Uh, 6'3", 215. Yeah, and we're a linea. Okay, buddy. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Wiener Circle's on point. But it's just like, and we all lie on our driver's license. My driver's license weight. Is not even close, but I think mine's accurate. Mine I guess I'd have to look. Definitely not accurate. But I it's... would never lie on an official document. I did see people being like, "Can you lie about it?" It's like you're being booked. Why didn't they just weigh him? Why are they asking? Don't they just actually weigh you? That's what I would think, right? Like, get on the scale, fat ass. I've never been booked. I don't know, so. I'm just, you know, just assuming. But it is just like, we all know you're not 215, man. And that's fine. It's a number. He also shot a 67. Sure, buddy. Okay. (laughs) All right. He he is an athlete. He's an elite athlete. Yeah. Okay. Golf's always come easy to him. Could you imagine what the world would be like if his father just, like, hugged him more and told him he loved him? (laughs) At least once. We might not have think had to of, deal with all this nonsense. Think of the reverbs through time if someone went back and made that happen. All the things that would change. Mm-hmm. The Cubs wouldn't win the World Series. Honestly, knowing what came after, I would have been fine with that. I know yeah. it brought my father immense joy. Yeah, I'm, Alamo could have suffered a little while longer. Yeah, I'm still convinced that sent the whole... We That put us into another dimension that we don't want to be in. I'm convinced. He got shunted. It wasn't supposed to happen. There was another... Where's the sci-fi movie about that? There was another dimension where the Cubs got absolutely demolished in the World Series, as they should have, and then a bunch of good things happened to the planet. Like, there was no COVID. Maybe we got a politician in there who actually wanted to improve people's lives. Climate change, actually, like, we started taking it seriously. Mm, And, like, stuff started, like, helping. Speaking of idiots, I saw there was some... Uh, Valorant Championship, you know, Valorant, the video game. Um, I actually have no idea what Valorant is. It, it's a big, like, kind of like a Counter-Strike game. Oh, okay. And um, they were having some championship, I don't know fucking where, California, I assume. And they sh- they cut to the crowd and Musk is sitting there. He starts getting booed. Because, of course. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, oh no, what is this guy going to do now? Well, right, exactly. My favorite was we're getting rid of the... Did we talk about this? The block thing? Yeah. Well, Did yeah, this happen? About it. No, we can't get rid of it. Well, you can't do it. It's just like... I saw uh, somebody post and they were like, you know, I don't know I don't know anything about cars. When I heard Musk start talking about cars, I was like, well, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Okay. And he's like, I heard him start talking about like going to space and rockets. And I was like, I don't know anything about space or rockets. So, okay, he must know what he's talking about. And he's like, oh, then I heard him start talking about software. And I was like, wow, this guy's a fucking idiot. 
Well, the thing is with all his companies, to me, I, I assume he's like a Steve Jobs, except Steve Jobs actually seemed to have some vision, was also a massive asshole, but seemed to have some vision and just would... Like, he wasn't trying to be something he wasn't. Like, he was a marketing guy. That's what he was great at. Mm-hmm. Whereas Musk is basically a marketing guy. Except, because he's not, he's not designing these fucking rockets or cars. He just goes in there and he makes a grand proclamation. And then the smart people have to figure out how to do it. What? What? I'm, I'm just laughing at the cars with the windows that won't break. Because it's like he throws like two things at it and then shatters. But it's also just like no, if that's another ripple through time, by the way, where like a bunch of terrible things probably followed up that happening. It's just like no, you want you want like the if something happens to the car, you want the window to break so you can get out. Well, if you're in the water, you sure do. Yeah, there's a reason things are built the way they're built. Go ahead, honey. I'm sorry. The what Steve Jobs did really well was he saw what a developer made or a software engineer or a hardware engineer made. And he knew he could look at it and say, I know how we need to tweak this to sell it to the mass market. He was, you know, get And what Musk seems to be trying to do is doing he's trying to take that thing and then just say i'm gonna make it what i want it to be and the people are gonna love it and that that's just a major disconnect yeah well and we were we were talking about how you know things become popular and then everyone starts copying them right Mm -hmm. and you know look at I mean, this is what I mean. Until he got involved in all the social media garbage, people thought Musk was like a pretty smart guy because Tesla is a huge company. SpaceX is a huge company. And, you know, you look at Tesla, there's a lot of things, you know, you could probably tie back any success there is in the, you know, electric car market to Tesla to a lesser degree, the Prius. But, I mean, that was a hybrid. That's not a pure electric car. Um, and, and stuff like, I don't like this, but stuff like a giant tablet being the control center for your car, that's from Teslas. Like, every car does that now. That's a Tesla thing. So, you know, all the car manufacturers, they copied him. I saw something like new car sales, like something like 11% of them last year were electric. So, electric's only getting bigger. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely I mean, here you, to you stay could, now. You could take, you could tie that back to all the success the Teslas had. Well, and if you look at Tesla and you look at SpaceX, they're both manufacturers. You know, they they make physical goods, and it's those are very different things than making software. Yeah, you know, a, a software product is incredibly different. Well, and also, SpaceX is obviously a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. Even Teslas really still are a niche product because you're not pricing them for mass market sales. Mm-hmm. There is no like twenty five thousand dollar Tesla. They don't doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a different market. You're selling something, whereas something like X, and see, I, I feel differently about X than I do about Facebook and Meta, okay? Because when they tried to rename, you know, it was like, oh, we're going to stop calling it Facebook and everything's going to be under the Meta umbrella. And it's like, fuck you, man. You're just trying to get away from all your bad PR. It's fucking Facebook. What X. do you think this is? No, this isn't trying to get away from bad PR. This is because this dork wants to call it X. Well, this dork thinks X is cool. And and I am happy to acknowledge his clown behavior. So it's X for me. Yeah, but everybody and, still calls it Twitter. No, it's it's X, the artist formerly known as Twitter. Oh, okay. Do you ever read these articles now where like the news will write some an article about whatever and it'll be, oh, so-and-so said blank on X, formerly known as Twitter. And I'm like, how long do they have to do this? before we just call it X and acknowledge how fucking stupid it is and make fun of this dork. Well, I think he's already being made fun of. I know, but let's stop saying... It's like formerly known as Twitter. Who doesn't know? Who doesn't know? Tell me. Do we call them X's now? Because they're not tweets. I have no tweets. idea. I don't know. I, I'm saying X's. I, it's gonna get confusing i could i couldn't give a shit i did an x on x <laughs> i threw up an x on x how do you say it i just want to know it's so dumb I well love that's it. the other thing is that it's just like it's there's no thought put into anything it's just oh do the thing and it's like you're nuking a brand that's been around for like i don't know how long has twitter been around for 10 years too long too long destroying uh, society one tweet at a time or one x at a time whatever the fuck it's called right there now. with facebook right exactly and it's just like all you're doing is confusing people because you want to call it like you think x sounds cool because you're a child <laughs> well and then what was it like wasn't it facebook actually owns the trademark on x something like that. microsoft yeah. owns something to do with the letter x as well and I in can't... the stock market, it's also like like a steel company has that on, on like the stock market is that's their symbol. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I would love if Elon turned around and tried to make X public again, and then we could just find out what it's worth. It's. It would be very interesting to find out just how much value he's nuked over the course of, what, two years? Supposedly as much as, like, two-thirds or three-quarters of it. I'll tell you something interesting I've noticed lately is I have been getting a lot fewer messages from people sending me a link to a tweet. And that's anecdotal for sure. But it's interesting to me because through the entire like first months of Elon having Twitter, he, you know, everyone bitched and moaned about it. And, oh, my God, Twitter's going to tank. It's, it's going to fall apart. Twitter's dying. And then they just keep sending tweets to people and tweeting and like interacting with the service. So it's like, um. Point of order. Okay. But, you know, through that whole period, like I'd say the volume of messages I was getting or um, seeing on like Slack or other places 
of tweets stayed pretty much consistent with what it was before. It it seems like there is a growing disinterest in the platform because it's not it's not interesting anymore. Well, and after that, what was it? A couple months ago, where it just like it was at the end of June, wasn't it? It just completely shit the bed. Oh yeah, they they had a lot of trouble because they were moving servers or something. Yeah, and it's just like if it's not gonna work, it just well, sucks because it's like. I know at least what I used it for was when I used to watch, like, WWE a thousand years ago. I had a little community that I, like, tweeted with about it, and we talk about wrestling. And then I had, like, other, like, you know, little fandom stuff. And you have these little, like, pods where it's like, I don't know where to find these people otherwise. You know? You try to, like, connect on other social media, but, you know, it's... Like Tumblr, for Sometimes example. Sometimes it's hard to get people to migrate. Yeah, even they're even though they're trying to like make it more accessible to the Twitter folks who are migrating over by kind of like ruining what you know Tumblr is. It's like you're coming to our thing, learn the thing. It's mm-hmm. really not that difficult. I bet you think immigrants should learn English too. I don't actually think that. Mm. Well, my. My thing with all these platforms is when you make it, when you put a bunch of friction in place, this is just for me, okay? I can't speak for other people, but I'm sure other people feel like I do. When you make the platform very weird or hard to use or intentionally bad to try to get you to sign up and log in, that doesn't make me want to sign up. I just close yeah. the website. And when, no, same. When I go to whatever website, it's like this. Like when I go to a website and it says, "Oh, please disable your ad blocker." Yeah, no. I'm like, no, click. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. Right, I'll find it's like, I'll find else. Thank you. The same clickbait article you wrote. Someone else, seventeen other websites have the same thing. I'll, I'll just go. Find I'll be this able to find else. it somewhere. Thanks. And it's the same thing when you know. I don't understand why all these big brands don't get off Twitter because. I'd be annoyed if I was whoever, name a company, Coke, and I like to advertise I knew he was my stuff. Say Coke. I like to advertise my stuff on Twitter. And do you know what happens if you go to just if you just go to like the Coke Twitter now? It displays you tweets only starting from like two or three years ago or something like that. You can't see any of their recent stuff. Hmm. And if someone directly links you a tweet, you could see that tweet. But if you just go to their timeline and you're not logged in, you don't see anything that's anytime recent. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah, that's dumb. And I, to me, that's just like, that doesn't make me want to log in. That just makes me not want to use your website. Well, it just makes me annoyed. And it's like, well, there's nothing really here that I can't find other places. And, well, and, and if I was, if I was, let's say I'm whoever, again, I'm Coke. And I want to drive people to my, this is like a bad example. Let's say I'm Call of Duty and I want people to be able to stay up to date on what's coming out in Call of Duty when they mm-hmm. add skins or they add a battle pass or whatever. Well, what's a good source of information previously? Twitter, because you just subscribe to the Twitter feed or you don't even, maybe you just go to their Twitter. I'm going to approach this from the idea that you don't have an account. You just go to the Twitter. Mm-hmm. You see their most recent tweets and you see if they've announced anything. Well, now you can't do that anymore. 
So as an advertising platform, it's horrible because in and what is what is I Call disagree of, with that though. But what does Call of Duty care if you have a Twitter account? They don't give a shit. No, but you know, if if somebody places an ad on a, a football game, if you don't have a cable subscription or you don't go to a bar that pays an exorbitant amount of money for that cable subscription, you're not going to see the ad. Um, except maybe today you will because it'll go up on YouTube. But I, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from with that. I I think the better way to look at it is if why am I as a brand going to invest time and money into a platform that people are losing interest in? Because here's the thing. If people want your product, they'll get an account. If people want to look at tweets and the only way you can look at tweets is to have an account. If it's compelling, people will get an account. They won't think twice about it. And a good way to look at you know a, a comparison to that is the thing i sent you earlier today about netflix so eric i didn't share this with you but um it was something interesting so at the end of june netflix went and like they, they clamped down on passwords right mm-hmm. so since they've done that they've seen a surge of people subscribing mm-hmm. to netflix because people still want netflix and it doesn't, you know, the, the vast majority of people don't care. You know, they see it as like, okay, the gravy train's over. I got to pay for it. Now I'm going to get. I mean, I will say if like, because we use, I mean, my parents uh, have an account, but they pay for one of the higher tiers. Because mm-hmm. I was watching a Great British Baking Show once when they wanted to watch something. My mom went insane and they immediately upped and I was like. Like, I'll throw some money at you guys so that I can, like, leech off your account if you want. And they're like, nah, it's cool. Because there's, you know, other sharing going on. But if it suddenly was like, oh, you can't watch the new episodes of The Witcher, we would have gotten a Netflix account. Yeah. At least so that I could have watched that. Right. So, you know, it, just in my mind, it, it's the problem is not that people have to have an account. It's that people don't want to be on the platform enough to sign up for an account i think the shitty thing is is that especially for smaller businesses maybe not for like the bigger guys but if you're like like a fan artist or something and that was the best way for you to reach your your you know base sure, or whatever artist, right. exactly and then suddenly there's really nowhere else for you to go and now this platform is exceptionally volatile you could maybe go over to patreon but that's yeah, like something you, you don't, direct you don't people build to. a base on Patreon. You don't no. discover people on Patreon. Yeah. No. So it's kind of like those folks are fucked. I feel really bad for them. No, I guess at this point you just go over to threads and hope it really takes off. Or do you do not say for work on threads? I believe so. I haven't really looked into it at all. But I, I, I just find, I mean, I don't care about social media anyway, but I find that I'm very put off when I go to, you know, Instagram does the same thing, right? Where you go to Instagram, it pops up the little message mm-hmm. and they've actually, they must have, I can only assume they must have noticed traffic start to drop in a noticeable way because do you remember for a while there, 
And this preceded all the X bullshit. Instagram, when you would go there, if you weren't logged in, you just couldn't see anything on Instagram. And then they kind of pulled back a little bit on that. And then it was like, okay, you could see someone's Instagram page. But when you would scroll a little bit, then it would pop up the message and be like, oh, you need to log in. And then it would just stop working unless you just, you know, closed the page and did it again. But um, now they do it where like you'll scroll and it'll pop up the thing, but then you can just exit out of it and still scroll. Mm -hmm. So those like pulling back on that kind of hard line stance tells me that traffic must have dropped to a noticeable degree. Because if traffic increased, if like signups increased and traffic increased, they wouldn't they, have stopped doing it. They wouldn't have stopped, right? Mm-hmm. And I, uh, yeah, it makes sense. I I think with any of those platforms, the sweet spot probably has to lie in that realm of you get a taste, but to actually get everything, you gotta you gotta log in. I, mean, I think about Pinterest in that regard. Mm. Like anytime I like uh, a lot of things I'll search for and something will come up on Pinterest is like, okay, maybe I can see like the very top of the post or maybe, you know, one post, but then any of the follow on content, you know, it's like, no, 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 you got to be logged in. And then I immediately leave. But, um, but it's, it's weird to, it, it is weird to me to have a platform where like, no, you can't just see anything, you know, or without having an account. Well, I noticed Reddit started doing a version of that as well, where if you go to a Reddit thread and you're not logged in and then you want to see like the comments other than just like the top few, if you just click on show more content comments, then it prompts you to log in. Mm-hmm. So Reddit started doing a version of that as well. I'm glad you brought up Reddit Um, because for the last several years I have used the Reddit official app without a problem no no issues Um, and I know I know people who have who used uh, Reddit is fun or any of the other third party ones like Love to talk about how much how bad it was, but it worked fine. I notice you're using the past tense. In the last month, it has just gone off a cliff, and like it just doesn't work well, half what, the time. What happens? Content won't load, um, or the your the feed will be very short. Um, it'll uh I'll. I'll get dead links um, throughout it uh, or it'll freeze up pretty frequently. And what I have to imagine is happening is that they're tinkering with the app to try and, you know, improve it so people actually use it. Um, You know, people who never wanted to use the official app will be a little more accepting of it. Um, and that's just conjecture, but it's like it could be the back end services too that are struggling for some reason. But it is just like okay, you had me who's who had no problem with the app, 
and there were a lot of people now you're looking for like an alternate app or something no i just won't use it like there because that's the thing i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bother i'm not the kind of person who's gonna be like oh god i gotta get my reddit fixed i got i'll go find some other i'll just stop using it um altogether but what will you do on your phone less (laughs) i don't believe you there's nothing to fucking do on the phone. Okay. And, and this is what drives me nuts about the whole thing is slack is there's, there's literally not, I checked the same, like three things endlessly and I know I'm not getting anything out of it, but I can't stop myself. When are you going to start playing Nikkei? Never. I got through the anime scene. This is as much as I needed. Now, maybe if they have a spy family crossover mm-hmm. and um, then maybe I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anya, like, stands there while uh, Bond bites things. Mm-hmm. That'd be funny. That would be funny. Does her faces. And we did remember the name of the dog. It's Bond. 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 Okay. So if I was it, you were over the other day and we were trying to think of it and we mm-hmm. couldn't think. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Well, because Bond really isn't in that many episodes. He's only he's more in like the back half of the season. I but can he's just quite remember great. that he says "borf." He doesn't bark. Yeah, he borfs. <laughs> <laughs> and could you imagine how Yor would be drawn in Nike? <sighs> well, Yor and uh, Midnight. Midnight. Is that wait the white hair? Oh, you haven't. Have you not met Midnight? No, I don't think so. <sighs> really. When does she come in? I'm on I'm on episode eighteen. Oh, you're missing out, Bob. She's gotta be like right there then, right? You're close. You're missing out. But no, I was gonna say the handler. Which one? The handler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She could be in there. They would they would have fun with that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now for the gameplay though. Sure. For the gameplay. For the gameplay. That was a funny picture. Um, <laughs> I was I was describing that to Erica. I earlier. was told about it. Yes. So, um, no. So I, I mean, I just let's not you, tell the listeners. No, no, no at no, all. No. You tell about them, that. Man. I'm well. I'm I'm scrolling through the <laughs> the Gotcha Gaming subreddit, and there's a little funny comic. It's supposed to be like someone asked this guy, "What do you like about Gotcha Games?" and this isn't true of all gacha games, but most of the just just most most of, of the Korean gacha games, I believe, because porn is outlawed, there is are very horny. Um, so you can just imagine how the women are dressed and drawn. Mm-hmm. I'll leave that up to everyone's imagination. Um, and so the it's supposed to be like someone asked this guy, "What do you like about gacha games?" And then he's supposed to be like thinking in his mind, like the thought bubble bubble and behind him are just a bunch of pictures of women with no clothing on. And then in the next frame, he goes, the gameplay. (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's like, um, I feel like it's a Hooters comment. I go for the wings. But I actually do go for the wings. (laughs) With Hooters, it's like, no, I'm there because these wings are delicious. Yes. It's true. Just I no watched one The Witcher that. for like the really like highbrow writing and like oh, yeah. yeah, that's why yeah. I'm here. Uh-huh. Yes. The the writing. The writing. The writing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. The writing. 
and the cinematography. Sure. Oh, the <gasps> cinematography. It's so good. Doesn't remind me of low budget sci fi channel at all. We're not having this conversation. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> good job, Bob. Phantoming back. <laughs> No, it's, it is funny, though, that the Reddit app has gone to shit for you, I guess, because you're now what you're experiencing is what I call Android life, <laughs> which is all the Android apps are pretty much always awful compared to their iOS counterparts for whatever reason. And the I tried using the Reddit app on Android and it was horrendous. I wouldn't have, I couldn't even tolerate I, it for more than 10 minutes. I mean, I don't do app development so i really can't speak to it i i i would genuinely really be interested in why android apps are so much more shit and maybe it's just because there's so many more have to hit so many target specs yeah but shouldn't what always blows me away is you'll have an android phone that has top shelf brand new parts Mm mm-hmm you know, Snapdragon, yada, yada, like the most popular chip out there that Mm -hmm. everything should be designed around as a baseline, Mm -hmm. right? And it'll still not be able to hold 60 FPS. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what is going on? How is the scrolling so crummy in this app? Mm -hmm. Like these phones are ultra powerful. Like these phones are not even, any phone in the last three, four years is super capable their limitation is battery right yeah. it's not like they have an actual processing limitation yeah i, I it's got to be it's got to be the fragmentation um it's the only thing i can think of um because yeah i mean because you would think in theory like you'd you'd then be coding to the the slowest processor you can but i know just in my experience like um doing testing on android isn't like from a web development standpoint Mm. is a nightmare um and like i've i've built web apps that you know i'll get i'll get reports of like Oh well, somebody used. Somebody called in. They had a problem uh, with the built-in browser on their S8, and it's like, well, we built it for Chrome. We didn't. We didn't test it on the built-in browser. Um, and then like, you know, but then the market share of the built-in browser is really small. So it's like, well, do you want me to spend? 50 hours trying to debug it for this one user um or do you just want to say fuck it and tell them to go log on their computer and 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 that happens a lot and then other than firefox really every browser is using some version of webkit Mm -hmm. yeah tweaked and with their own interface slapped on it but they should be rendering pretty similarly so that's why it's like what have they done on an app level to make this website not render mm-hmm. when you're both using the same version of WebKit. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I would say I haven't gotten in the last couple of years. I think that's gotten better. Um, where I haven't 
I haven't gotten as many issues of people like having weird web re- or like browser rendering issues, but um, it wouldn't surprise me that there's more underlying from the app side for sure. It's funny because I think we've talked about this before, but that's this podcast. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I love Firefox on the desktop. Like I find it so much better to use on the desktop, just the interface, the way it renders certain elements on web pages. But man, Firefox on mobile sucks ass. Like it's slow. It's clunky. <laughs> yeah. It's another app where the scrolling does not feel smooth. And I... Chrome is so much. I don't use I've used I've been using Brave browser again the past six mm-hmm. months or a year or something, which again is just a it's Chrome in a different wrapper pretty right. much. Um, and, and Brave is great. But Firefox, man, it's like just awful. Yeah, I don't know why Mozilla doesn't. Um, they need to they need to throw that app out and start over, yeah. basically, because it's horrible. Yeah, I I mean, and I don't know what what underlies it, and it might be that I mean, Mozilla really wants to you know have a a pretty significant segmentation from Chrome, and and it just makes development of that web browser on the phone a lot harder um i don't know but but that's therein lies the shitty thing about browsers on phones in general um like on on iphone are there other browsers sure does anyone use anything but safari not really well also iphone it's different because they all are safari like you have to use the safari renderer you can't use anything Mm -hmm. else so even firefox on iOS is really Safari. Mm-hmm. Except with the previous version of the JavaScript engine. <laughs> At um, least that's the way it used to be. I don't know if it is. Um, so is this a real thing? Do you guys find, because I, I noticed there's a lot of talk, especially lately, that the youngins, the youngins, Erica. The youths. They apparently think very lowly of Android users and when in their little iMessages application, the colors aren't the right color for the bubbles because it's an Android user and not an iPhone user, mm-hmm. apparently that person is like looked down upon. Is this a real thing? Because I see a lot of talk about this. I don't talk to any youngs, and the only time I'm online is to engage in fandom discussions. Oh, so... You'll be talking to youngs sooner rather than later. Well, when your daughter has oh, friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I think that's a dumb thing to care about, but... I think, you know, it's interesting you framed it in that perspective because I think amongst, like, grown-ass adults, no one gives a shit. The only time it's annoying is when I am in a group chat that I would like to leave, but I can't because some people are Android users. How does that... What do you mean? What happens? I can't leave it. I can't dismiss myself from the chat. Oh, yeah. like you keep getting the messages? Yeah. yeah, the best you can do is mute it. And as someone who has to have my... I, I don't want to see numbers. I have to clear the numbers. I don't like <laughs> these red little like numbers glaring at me on my phone because I'm like... It makes me insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I could see in like... Especially like high school level... And maybe like the early college, like where 
I can picture a lot more group texting going on that that person who has Android is driving people nuts because it's not just it's not just you can't leave the group, which is completely valid. But like if they share a video. Oh, it's terrible. It comes over as like it's a pixelated mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's actually Apple's fault. That's not Google's fault. But do, Apple's, do, do the youths know that, Alex? Do the well, youths they don't care. know they, that? They, they, right. No one cares. You just know that it looks like shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I don't care. I just hate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like, I don't know what you can afford. And granted, I'm I'm old. But it's like, I, I don't care. Maybe you could only afford well, this. But here's the thing. I don't get mad at people because they have an Android phone. Like, I get annoyed at the situation that, like, People send me videos that I can't see. Yeah. Um, and I get more annoyed that no one is fucking willing to get on Signal or something else when that would work a thousand times better. But whatever. You know, like, I, I, I just, it's annoying, but it's a fail. And I don't even, I don't blame Apple. I don't blame Google. I blame the, it's a regulation issue. Really? There's there you know, you've got a standard that should be followed by all the phone companies, which is in essence two. Um and no one's forcing them to do it. Now the EU might, but you know, it's like I okay, hopefully they swoop into the rescue with their cape on. But it's just it's ridiculous. It's like I I I hate that. I I just hate getting those pixelated videos. Well, here's the other thing. Okay, have you ever gotten a pixelated video from me? No, no. You know why? Because I don't send you videos. Mm -hmm. If I send you something, I'm probably going to send you a link to something directly. Or. If I, for some reason, were going to send you a video of mine, I would just upload it to Google Drive first and then link it to you or something yeah. like that. Because I know how SMS works. Mm-hmm. And it will, all these people who are sending you videos from their Android phone, don't they know how phones work? I know who the people are who are sending me videos. And the answer is no. And the answer is no. <laughs> so... And I also feel the same way about iPhone users who send me videos and they're all pixelated. And I'm like, you know, I'm on Android. I know, you know, because the bubble's a different goddamn color. (laughs) So I know, you know, don't send me a video. I'm just going to get a jumble of like 16 pixels and I have no idea what's happening. Mm -hmm. I know like, oh, yeah, I believe that's a flag. Other than that, I have no idea what I'm looking at. You know? You know, it's it's just like... I. Well, and then I'll get these messages, and they'll be like, oh, wasn't that so cute? And it's like, what? (laughs) What was cute? I can't fucking see it. I can't see shit! (laughs) Actually, that's what I'm going to just start doing, is when I get it, it's like, I'm sorry, I can't see the video. (laughs) <laughs> the boilerplate message. Yeah. It could just, be like a quick reply. Yeah. I just like. Can't I, see. Can't see video. Can't see video. Can't see video. What could be a funnier reply? 
You should just, you know what? Anytime, you should just say Still adorable. can't see video? No, you should just, you should just have a quick reply. No, 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 no. Adorable. No, that might encourage the behavior. Just, just be like, like, oh, that's rather explicit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to send me a dick pic? Um. Well, and here's the other thing that I think is kind of funny about the whole thing is, are there some cheaper Android phones out there? Well, sure. But the reality is most Android phones, especially most shit most people are going to have, are at the same prices as iPhones. It's not like there's this whole idea that like iPhones is this expensive premium product. Which is why people should just own iPhones. (laughs) All the, you know, it's like in their various brackets, the same level of Samsung Galaxy S whatever is the same price as an iPhone, whatever. Like they're all, and then you go up to the bigger screen size. Those are the same prices. Then you go up to the giant tablet-like phone. Those are the same prices. Like they're all the same prices. You know why? Because that's how markets work. You can't compete for the same customers with two wildly different price points. There's a reason the PlayStation and the Xbox cost the same amount. Now, it was true for a while that the iPhone was generally more expensive than Android phones. But, I mean, Samsung has looked at that and seen, well, fuck that. We're going to charge as much as that. Fuck, we're going to charge more. We're going to give you a giant phone that folds in half and you don't want. And then we're going to charge you like $3,000 for it and you're going to pay it. We're going to give you a giant phone you don't want. I would love to know what the sales numbers are on those. Like, have they sold like a thousand? Like, how many have they sold? I don't know. And I have no interest in them. You know what no. cracks me up? Have you that seen... Fo- that screen because it bends. Okay, have you seen... <laughs> Have you seen the, it's like an NFL Sunday ticket ad with Josh Allen. Have you seen this where he's like in a bush? No. Okay. He's in a bush. He's talking to someone and then he pulls out his galaxy fold. All right. Mm -hmm. And he's showing an image of a football game. But in the middle, you can see like they shot this for real. Like they didn't CG the screen onto it. So you can see the bend from the fold in the center. And if I was Samsung, I'd be calling up the NFL and I'd be like, dude, you're, you're making you're our up product our look what are like you doing? shit. <laughs> like who? Le- I'm just it's one of those things where it's like, wow, I'm surprised who this, let this got happen? through. Yeah. I just don't know what what who what the use case is for it. Like, I mean, I think I know the use cases. I do am I in favor of them? No. But I think what it is is you want a big screen for certain uses, right? Maybe you do a lot of I don't know, you do a lot of emails on your phone or something, or you like to play games on your phone or whatever. I can think of uses for a bigger phone screen, right? But then you still want the you fold it up and you have the smaller form factor to walk around with. So I, I know what the appealing use case is. What doesn't appeal to me is the giant crease in the middle of the screen. Well, and I remember... Also the price point. When I had the S8, and that screen shattered on me. 
and I took it in to get it replaced. And they told me such an obscenely high number to replace it that I laughed. I left the store and I bought an iPhone because it would cost me the same amount of money almost. It barely cost more to buy a new iPhone than it was to replace that screen. Right. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense. It was it was it was like it was just stupid. Um, and so what's it going to cost if you break that folding screen? How much is that going to cost to replace? Oh God! And 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 can the can your general phone repair shop even fix that screen? Do they even get that part? I mean, yeah, they they will, but it'll be obscenely priced. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't. I, I, I don't and, and they've been trying to make this work for a few years now and I, I just don't know who's buying these. I think it's just I've a, never seen one in the wild. Yeah, I've never seen one either. I mean I, I think it's just a niche product for a niche market. And that's know? fine. And if it, if if somebody's it, buying them then it, it, and this is what Samsung has traditionally done in the cell phone industry is they just throw thirty products at the wall and then they see what sticks. Yeah. It must and, be and, nice and, to be in the position to be able to do that. And it works for them. I mean, they have no competition, realistically. In the Android market, they have none. It's them, and to a much, much, much lesser degree, it's the Pixels. And that's it. I'm, you I know, mean, Sony's out there. I was no going to say, those. I've seen Sony Android phones in movies. Well, they're, they're in all the movies. <laughs> that's the only place they get used. And you know what's funny is they're actually seemingly great phones, but they're super expensive. And they just don't have that, you know, I don't even know if they're in stores because they're so expensive. You know, I don't know if the carriers sell them. Yeah. Uh, I, and that's the thing. It's just, I'm, uh, I'm perfect. I'm just so perfectly content with my iPhone. It does what I need it to do. And I think the 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 cell phone market in general is struggling to find a reason or to to convince people to convert one way or the other. You know, people are pretty set into their ecosystems at this point. And you know, because there was a stretch where, like, you know, when I was looking for a new phone, I I looked at both Android and iPhones mm-hmm. each time. And, you know, I went back and forth a couple of times. Um, but there were, at that time, like, there were, a, the the feature enhancements were huge. Well, and also there was a lot of back and forth back then where, mm-hmm. like, Apple would jump ahead for a little bit and then someone would make a great Android phone and that would jump ahead for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now they're both so, the whole thing is so homogenized and they're all so samey. Yeah. That it just doesn't. Yeah, there's each, no excitement. Each each year, like the camera gets a little better. They get uh, a little thinner. Yeah. Um, Processor gets a little bit snappier. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And it's fine from a consumer perspective. That's great. From a tech guy perspective, it's boring. Yes, I agree. Hey, you know what I. Uh, was I got around to doing the other day, and let me ask you guys a question: Do you clean your TVs? No, like the screen. Never. 
Very, 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 very rarely. So I'll dust like the back. Uh, very rarely do I uh, do the screen. Well, so if you look it up, the only way you're like LG, for example, and we all have, we both have all LG TVs. Um, LG on their website specifically says like only use water on the screen. Don't mm-hmm. use anything else. Because whatever coating they put on there, if you hit it with the right chemical, it'll fuck it up. It'll sure. probably corrode it to some degree. Um, so I'm looking at because it's one of those things. Those screens are so whatever coating they put on there is so reflective that head on, you really can't tell if there's anything on there. And really, when you're using it, you can't tell either unless someone mm-hmm. like threw mud at your fucking TV screen or something. Right. Um, and then there's going to be blood on there, too, because you slayed them. Oh, yes. I would kill them. <laughs> um, so I was looking at my TV from an angle, though, the other day. And I've seen this before, but I was just too lazy to do anything about it. And I uh, was like, oh, my God, my screen is just, like, covered in dust. <laughs> so I was like, well, all right, let me do this. But it's like these LG screens, they're so thin. and they seal, They feel so fragile. That you don't want to press too hard. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take one microfiber cloth and I'm going to push that top layer of dust off. Very you know? gently. Very gently. I got all that dust off and I look at the cloth. It's just like a ball of dust. I'm like, okay, that one's out of here. <laughs> so then I grab another one and uh, I put some water on it and I started. And actually, they changed on their website. They used to say use distilled water. But now it just says warm water, so I don't know why they changed it. But mm. I just use distilled water anyway because that's what I've always used. And you like kind of like you know wipe it, do the distilled water. Then I grab another microfiber cloth, clean that off. Now it's nice and dry. It looks perfect. It looks brand new, Bob. It's a lot of work. There's I have to work. imagine this is like the most stressful thing for you. No, the whole time, like you're, the 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 screen. No. Not the LG. I gotta be careful. Hey, maybe I could go to Costco and find one for like six hundred dollars. <laughs> Did you have any temptation just to go look? Were you no. just curious? No. They were the new year. Like it's the new year for TV releases, so mm-hmm. the LG C threes are coming out. Ah. And so Costco was. I read that Costco was trying to get rid of all their C twos, so. They were just, if you could actually go into a store and find one, they were on like crazy discounts. Mm. Like, like normally, uh, like around right now, for example, or let's just say the best sale price throughout the year. Generally, the lowest you're going to find a 55 inch LG OLED would probably be $1,100. That's like the cheapest it ever gets. People were saying online, they were seeing 55 inch C2s, which is like an incredible TV. The C2 and the C3, the C1, they're all the same fucking TV, basically, with just like minor improvements. And people were saying they were seeing C2s in best in um, Costco for like six hundred dollars. Wow, which is like just grab it, insane. Yeah. Well, I if I would have seen that, I would have been tempted, like just because you probably could turn around and sell it for more than that. Hmm. I would think. Oh yeah, that's my that was the point. Yeah, grab it, try and sell it. Even if you only make like a hundred dollars profit, still. Yeah. But anyways, crazy TV for that price. But uh, what else you got, Bob? 
Um, I, I, I just want to, um, I just want to recognize, uh, and congratulate, uh, Vladimir Putin for, um, successfully murdering somebody in broad daylight. Allegedly. And, um, good for him. Good for him. A standard to live by, for sure. (laughs) I like to think when when he was denying it, he just was like, yeah, no, I didn't do that. A little smirk. Big shit-eating grin, just like, you know I did it. I know I did it. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Well, here's the the funny thing. It's like that's been going on over there forever, and it's so normal. It's like I wouldn't. If I I, what did I say to you? If you're going to come at the king, you best not miss, bro. Yeah, like I like that guy. Like, why why did you stop? You should have just gone to the death because that was. I don't understand why he stopped. It's like at that point you're marching down the fucking streets of Moscow. With and like tanks and you're shit. You're dead anyway. You either win or you die. Yeah. And he died. Yep. I mean, I don't know. What was the point of stopping? There was no one there to stop them. They're all off in Ukraine losing. I don't know. Oh my God. That was the other thing. Okay. So Unless you know, Putin, did, you know, threatened to nuke the whole place. Wouldn't nuke himself. Yeah, maybe. Just yeah, rather, I mean, I'm going to lose. We're all losing. Pretty much. Yeah. Maybe that's the one thing. <laughs> that is one of the things he has on his on his um See, I always felt like see people always say stuff like, Oh, you know, what if Putin lost his mind and decided to like launch on us or something, you know? And I just think to myself, I think if that even if they tried that, either we would shoot it down, or I think more likely just because they're closer to them. I think China shoots those missiles down because they don't want us to take on some massive catastrophe. That's the last thing they need. They make a shitload of money off of us. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I mean, it, it, it's that... Um, mutually assured destruction. Well, mutually assured destruction, but, I mean, who wants to rule over hell? You know? Well, right. right. Like, because I think the interesting thing when you talk about what would happen in full-on nuclear war is I think growing up the way it was kind of sold to us is just everybody's going to die right at once. But that's not no. the case. No, a lot. The lucky ones will die right away. Well, we and, would probably die right away because we're pretty close to a major city. Pro- oh, maybe. There's there's also, there's a lot of interesting talk about we we'd actually probably have more or less so than being near chicago more so that we're right next to argon um because argon's probably argon's a military target um and because that's the thing you got to remember about nukes is um when you're going to war when you're going to go for nuclear war you're you need to like the goal is to take out all the military targets because you don't you, you know it's it's great you want to first strike and you want to demolish their capability to right. fight back exactly because like you could nuke new york you could nuke chicago like what are like granted it's a lot of people but what are those people going to do to you to mobilize nothing cuz they're not a military um 
We so got th- guns. Well, no, Texas is gone. Like Texas definitely getting new. But um so but you know sometimes you get positive outcomes. Yeah. So um like Ted Cruz being dead. Uh, no, he wouldn't be there. No, that's true. We wouldn't be that lucky. He'd be in the Mexico. moment he would hear they got launched on, he'd be out of there. Going to Cancun. He's going to Cancun. <laughs> but the the nuclear war in gen like in the the strategy behind it's so f- interesting in like a terrifying way because you really like everyone just assumes certain things about it but when you start playing the war game out it's it gets a lot more complicated than you might think and not like and this is something i was doing a lot of reading about i don't know maybe like a year and a half ago can't possibly know what happened then to spur that interesting research but not like there the in like the russian arsenal there aren't as many of those massive city like destroying nukes as people think like a lot more a lot most of them are a lot smaller yield because they're mostly making them to take out military installations um so like when you start pinpointing where those nukes are going to go like you 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 know in possible scenarios you start to see on the map like not as many things are going to get hit as you think now you're going to have to deal with fallout um the effects of a nuclear winter which might actually reverse climate change so cool we'll no. just we'll be irradiated the planet will be happy yeah we'll be irradiated but you know it'll cool down so it's um it's 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 if if you can dissociate from the sheer horror of it like it's it's like a fascinating thing to kind of work out but at the end of the day though no matter what the scenario is if you live in Russia Europe um China and the United States like the end result is just awful um you know south america is going to be probably you know is going to survive the that wave pretty well a lot of africa um maybe australia and oceania but um you know then they're going to feel like the long-term problems the global food supply um and logistics just destroy dying um the collapse of satellite communications uh, stuff like that so well and also if you live in australia you already have to contend with all the ridiculous creatures that have won the survival of the fittest out there mm-hmm. yeah they're irradiated and it's like oh fuck oh now we've gone from the giant house spider to the irradiated <laughs> giant house spider and it just becomes fallout the game <laughs> See, but I was more talking about it from like, see, I don't think what would happen is, oh, Russia launches on us and then we launch on them and then China launches on someone and the nuclear war starts, right? I'm not saying I think that would happen. I'm saying I feel like it's like technically China and Russia are allies, right? Mm -hmm. But 
China doesn't want anything to happen in terms of like major destruction to yeah. really anyone. No. Because they're just waging a massive economic war on the entire world that they're just generally winning. And not right at the moment. That's actually a big cause for concern because um, China's economy has slowed quite a bit, um, if not stalled. And the there's a lot of concern about what will China do as part of remedying that and what could be the global effects of that. In general, people are looking at it as, um, you know, as long as China doesn't do anything stupid, it probably won't affect the rest of the world too much. Um, but it, there's certainly concern about, like, um, you know, what kind of drastic things they would do in-country. So part of the problem in China is that their real estate has cratered. Um, you know, they, they, they've just experienced what I've heard described as the largest surge of, or of middle-class wealth in history over the last couple of decades. And that spurred tons of new construction and giant developments of apartment buildings and what have you. Um, and now it's all cratered and like people like businesses in China are losing money hand over fist on these real estate um, properties that are not panning out. So, so what caused that? Because when you say, you know, giant surge of middle class wealth, that sounds like a good thing. In general, yes. Um, what um, I'm not entirely sure as to what the cause of this crash is. I would, if I had to hazard a guess, I'd say probably something tied to, um, you know, a lingering effect from COVID. Um, well, that's the other thing. What I was gonna, I was gonna ask is. Was their economy related to COVID? Had it been overly inflated? And so now it's come down from the crazy COVID highs? Maybe. Um, the other thing that, that could be true is something like what we're seeing here, where um, wages did rise um, and... You know, businesses are not coping with that very well. Um, we've dealt with inflation here for the last two years. I don't think it's inflation in China, but I I, I really don't know enough to uh, about the causes of it. Um, uh, just what I've read is like the concern about it, and people are um, you know it's been noted that the economic slowdown in China is. Um, is it's more than like a normal slowdown is my take of what I've read. So it's interesting. But to your point, like, you know, okay, China's having a, a slowdown. Well, they don't want that to be permanent. You know, they're going to want that to turn around. They're dependent on the rest of the world. They're hugely dependent or they have huge investments in Africa. Um, they're, you know, their reliance on the United States as a trade partner is gigantic. Like, it's all interconnected. Yeah. You know, nu nuclear war 
doesn't serve anyone. Well, and that's and that's where I'm kind of saying, like, I think if some if Putin were to be like, oh, my God, I'm about to be taken out or I have nothing left to lose or whatever would run through his fucking evil mind. Mm -hmm. And he were to launch on, say, the U.S. or whoever. I really believe the Chinese would instantly try to shoot that missile down and not like and not like counter nuke them. You know, because they know that's like a lose-lose. It's like, you, it's like look, it's like the same thing with the Russians in Ukraine. They could have nuked Ukraine two years ago if they wanted to and raised it to the ground. But then you're just ruling over a crater. Like, what's the point? Well, and you, can now, you can't launch, period. Right. Because the second you prove to the world that you're willing to do it, yeah, they're everyone's coming for you, right? So, but it's it is one of those. Um, it was funny. I don't know if I sent you this, Bob. I was talking about it with someone. You know what's that old meme? It's like the the person you the person you hate uh, said something. The worst person you know makes a a good point. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I heard uh, everyone's favorite clown, Lindsey Lindsey Graham, hmm. was talking about kind of what's been brought up before. But he was saying, I forget the exact numbers he was saying. But, you know, because even it's the funny thing because we want to it's like it's it's the, you know, talking out of both sides of their mouth where on one hand you get the Republicans who want to say, why are we sending all this aid to Ukraine? Why are we giving them all these resources and all this money and yada yada? And they'll use that to criticize Biden here. But then on the other hand, you'll also get them saying you know, like Lindsey Graham said, oh, last year it was something like we spent something like 2% of our military budget. And with that 2% of our military budget for the year, sent them aid and the Ukrainians destroyed two thirds of Russia's army. Like, yeah, I'd say that's a good investment. You know? Isn't that wild? It is wild. And we didn't have to use one of our soldiers for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Proxy wars are fun. I think so. (laughs) Um, Speaking of proxy wars, did you happen to watch that Saudi video I sent you? Not yet. Okay. Um, So um, I've been watching a lot of Wendover lately, and... Um, which is a YouTube channel, and it's explainer videos. Um, and I, I particularly like this um, content creator. Um, and so he, he did one on Saudi Arabia and um, what is just... It's just a, it's a fascinating country. Again, if you can, like, dissociate yourself a little bit from how atrocious like their human rights record is um because you know they're they're basically in the middle of a proxy war with Iran um and something that doesn't get talked about um like nearly enough is like how horrible what's going on in Yemen is cuz Yemen's in the middle of a civil war and the there Saudis are famines and yeah, it's yeah. like it's not, and it's been going on for a long. Time. Yeah, like the number of civilians killed is like disgusting, uh, unreal. unconscionable. Yeah, 
And no one's doing anything about it. Um, and no one gives a shit about Yemen. No. Um, and Do they have oil? They must. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, it, it's it's just absolutely terrible. Um, and... Uh, the the point of the video it wasn't it was it was about Saudi Arabia but it was about Saudi Arabia's interest in sports leagues. So it talked a lot about WWE, talked about Live, um, F one, F one. Not everybody's gonna know what Live is. What is Live? The golf league that um had to uh, that destroyed the PGA or. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's in the same video. He did another video that was specific about live and uh-huh. how the Saudis basically just ma- it made it clear to the PGA that they were willing to spend whatever it took to beat the PGA and the commissioner of the PGA or whatever their heads called, whether it's commissioner or not, basically just had the realization that they don't have enough money to fight the Saudis and all you can do is merge. This is like the only option um, other than just going completely out of business. Well, and and the Saudis have been kind of for like a good, I don't know, five to 10 years, like ever since the current guy got control, what's his name? MBS or M Mohammed bin Salam. Yeah. He's I almost been... leaned forward and said MIB, but I was like, that's not correct, man Erica. In black. Here comes the song. man in black. Um, Galaxy Defenders. But he's been on a. It's funny because whatever's going on in the country, and then if you, you know, could just ignore things like getting a reporter into your embassy and then, like, you know, chopping his body into little pieces. Allegedly. Allegedly. If you can ignore things like that happening, he's been on like this crazy, we're going to like try to whitewash our image by spending a shitload of money on general like sports and entertainment stuff. Well, I remember because they would have, like you'd have Michael Cole being like, what a great country. The and wonderful s- kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Spewing propaganda for Oh them. yeah, that's what they're there for. Yeah. Well, that's what you're being paid for. You're not being paid for the event being there. Well, and- the what was interesting about that video because WWE is a public traded company there's a lot of visibility into that and the Saudi sh- or interestingly um every quarter or whenever it was around when the Saudi shows are WWE revenue jumps by 25% oh yeah they're getting the one show they do there it's like one or two shows a year they're making crazy money. Uh-huh. That show makes more than WrestleMania does. Yeah. It's insane. Absolutely insane. So, And I hear the uh, uh, attendance is like 2 million people. Oh. Is it? Were we counting the parking lot attendance? Yes. <laughs> Maybe all the slaves building the pyramid or something? Maybe, you know, all of Riyadh. You know, they were all there. But that's like that's what they're doing. They're doing like you said. They're doing it with golf. They do it with F one. They're doing it with uh, the P. You know, um, well, WWE. They're doing it with UFC. They do it with everyone. So, it, it, they're doing it with all these things. And what's what seems to be 
interesting is when you when you start looking at it with a like a little bit more of a fine t- lens, like it, it seems like obvious, right? Okay, he's doing it for to to enhance the public image of Saudi Arabia. But when you kind of dig deep into it, it's like, okay, this maybe, but it doesn't like not all these pieces fall into place either. Like, because if he was really worried about the country's image, there'd be other things he'd be doing. Um, and and so it's just very strange. What is very clear though is that MBS recognizes that oil is not going to last forever and a lot of it is trying to diversify the country's revenue um so now is he really trying to do that through entertainment no and the saudi arabians speaking of that the saudi arabians have bought into uh video game companies as well for the same purpose Mm mm-hmm and yeah, it's it's um, it's it's just it's a very strange. I think the Saudis bought up like SNK in the past few years. You remember SNK? They made a bunch of fighting games. I was and gonna stuff. say that's like uh, oh, what's like Final Fight and is that what it was? Final Fight. Yeah, there's like a Fury so. in there somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like they they bought up SNK, I think, and they've bought up other stuff too. So there's like you're right. I mean. This is a funny thing about the Saudis. I think I said this to you, Bob. I mean, I've seen the Saudis described sort of as a soft ally of the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we're not going to war for them or anything. But, you know, there's a lot of money going back and forth and we're happy to do it. And this is kind of, you know, this is what the Chinese figured out a long time ago, right? Is we don't have to come in and be buddy-buddy and be oh. your allies or everything, anything. We can just spend money, and you'll give us what we want. Oh, it's the business approach. Yeah, it's it's what it's what every it's the foundational principle of business is that um, you don't get invested in you don't make a personal investment. You just look at the dollars and cents, and as long as you do that, everyone can make money and be happy. Um, but the Saudi thing, it. it the 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 reality is the Saudis have just too much control over our energy, um, not just the United States but globally, and that's why we let them get away with so much shit. I mean, let's face it: fifteen of the nineteen hijackers on nine eleven were Saudis. Did we go into Saudi Arabia? No, we went to war with Iraq yeah. for some reason. Like, we could have leveled Saudi Arabia. And been justified, but you can't touch them because they control the world, you know, or at least the right part of the world. I was watching um, the other night. I watched that movie, The Big Sick. It's with, um, do you know the guy, the, I think he's like Pakistani or something from Silicon Valley. You know who I'm talking about? butcher this name Camille Nanjani something like that it's yeah it's probably and, and the, wrong I'm white and the big and terrible, the big but... sick is basically I'm sure embellished but basically a story about how he met his wife mm-hmm. and it's his wife his actual wife is the other lead in the movie and she gets in the movie basically she gets really sick and he ends up um 
becoming very close to her parents while she's in a coma. And at one point, the father is like trying to get used to him and but he's like clearly uncomfortable with his race. And so his father goes like, uh, what do you think of 9-11? <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, he goes, I think we lost 19 of our best guys that day. <laughs> and, and the father's just looking at him and he's like, I was just, I was just joking. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in the corner now. <laughs> you know, I was just kidding around. He's going to be in an untitled Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel coming out next year. Are we still doing that? You know what was weird when he went from Silicon Valley till he suddenly doing he started doing steroids to be in that one Marvel movie? Was he in Eternals? Yeah. Yeah. He did all the steroids. Didn't see it. Like got shredded. Was that the one with Jon Snow and Rob Stark? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. It was okay. That of the recent Marvel movies, that was one of the better ones. Hey, actually, honestly, I'm just I like have no interest in watching. That was another one that was way too long. By the way, well, this is the whole thing. I don't want to sit there for several fucking hours with the same movie over and over and over again. Nope. I'll just watch the same television show. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, not, thanks for cutting down your own argument there, because I was about to say something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, was, it doesn't you just make took any the wind sense. Out, right out of my fucking sails. I know what I'm doing. You know, Erica. Yes, dear. I'm a little sad. Why is mm. that? Because I just swooped in here the other weekend or whatever and solved all your home repair issues, and Bob just won't give me any. I mean, my due. <laughs> Why won't you give Alex's due? There, solved can, all our home repairs. I can tell you though there is nothing worse than hearing your spouse say your name in a certain tone in a voice. certain tone because it's just immediately like something has exploded now Erica of course you know just in case you go against me here I will say you have a bias towards your husband of course logically but did I not walk right down and point at what the problem probably was and that was the problem well, if memory serves, I'm the one who pointed out where it was leaking from. Well, it was leaking from fucking everywhere. <laughs> no, there was that specific place where it was leaking from. Yeah. That you could see from the outside. See, that's what I remember. I remember her pointing it out. But then when we opened it up, you said it's probably because this pipe here is jammed. Yeah. So, yes, you did. There was, there was, and it was a group effort. Group effort. Well, I give Bob Crowell the credit for doing the actual work. <laughs> the best part of that was when we had the humid the dehumidifier going, <laughs> and Bob thought we were talking about something else. And I was like, "Oh, it's good." Some, made some comment about the dehumidifier going, and Bob's like, "That's not a that's a humidifier." And I and we at should, Alex and, we, and I would look at each other, and we're like, "No, I'm pretty sure that's we should a dehumidifier. we should we should we should keep in mind at this point, Bob was already on his last nerve. Yeah, Bob was pretty pissed off. Yeah, he was very so, mad at the air conditioner. We're like, you're like, no, no, that's a dehumidifier, and Bob's like, no, that's a humidifier. And, and Alex and is I like, just looked at I just looked at Erica, well, like, and I was doing it, like the let's just. But of course, as soon as you walked out of the room, I looked at him and I'm like, that's a fucking dehumidifier. And Alex was like, yes, obviously. Yeah, and I, Bob's I, like, oh no, the thing on the on the air conditioner. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we were talking about 
the we should also say this was leading up things. into like what was going to be like the hottest week on record. Right. And we were like, no, the air conditioner needs to be okay. Yeah. The air conditioner needs to be okay this week. Yeah. Because I think Bob took a reading of the temperature on Thursday and it was 119 degrees. In the sunlight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no it, it was hot. It when was... you walked outside, it felt like when you open up the oven to pull something yeah. out. It apparently, was disgusting outside. Apparently, from what I hear from a reliable source, it's been that temperature in Georgia for like six months. Awesome. So, sounds Amazing. like a swell place to live. Right? Cool. I know. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I Because uh, we had the, the, you know, obviously you have the air going, and it was... Like I working. think, yeah, because yeah. we usually normally have it set to like seventy degrees, and I think uh, the lowest it got while it was that hot was like seventy three. Yeah, and it was just it was it was struggling. She was she was working, but it was just like, hold on, baby. So that's, um, I read um, I talked about this months ago on the podcast. Um, this book by Vaclav Smil, um. Where he talks about like, um, like inventions that have gone very wrong, or not. Oh, panned was that one you got from the library? Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things he talks about is air conditioning, and um, and refrigeration in general, and the problem is we don't. There really doesn't exist a safe effective and um you know non-harmful method of refrigeration like the the systems that we use in our houses are safe but there's a lot of negative consequences to them environmentally like they're inefficient uh, they're, they're inefficient. I can't remember what it all was, but there's a reason why. There's a reason why, like the the in home ones, are inefficient or are not ideal. And I, I thought it was an there was an environmental re- like they're toxic or, or I, I don't remember. Hey, I just want to be clear. If anyone comes for air conditioning, I'm coming for you. There's commercial systems the guns i'm not worried about you come for my air conditioning don't come for the air conditioning we're gonna have that's, a fucking that's, problem i can't i cannot exist without no. it you can't even go like to canada anymore like it's 100 degrees up there too so it's like, well i remember a few years ago i did a uh, uh an art week at um a school in uh door county wisconsin and I got an Airbnb that was on the second floor of this little house. And they were like, we really don't have air conditioning. Like, we, I guess they have, like, it, it, they had a, a, a central air. But they're like, we really don't ever turn it on because you really don't need it up here. And as soon as that came out of their faces, I was like, oh, we're going to have a fucking problem. Because I don't subscribe to that theory. Because it gets above 80 and I'm like, really? But it's like 75 and you're no, in the I house. I don't want to sit around in my own sweat. I don't want to be sitting there sweating. I can't be in bed sweating. No. one, I have sleep. to have a cover on. You can't sleep. No. You're just uncomfortable and it's terrible. So, but it got so hot that they were finally like, hey, open up the vents up there. We don't want to like boil you alive. We are turning the air conditioning on. Oh, let me tell and you. I was like, oh, thank you. I've never told you this. 
one of the loyal listeners of the podcast is disgusting. Let me tell you what he does. All right, I'm publicly shaming this him This is now. okay. We're, we're public shaming. He has to do all his video game playing in the garage. That's his man cave. So what he does is he sits there with the garage door open. And depending on the time of year, he just sits in whatever it is. Now, if it's really cold, he has like a space heater that he uses. But if it's really hot. Can I say this is the the saddest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. We don't have a TV in the house anywhere that we can game on. We're in the garage in the winter. I'm assuming he can't be up north because hey, you wouldn't be able no, to do that. Okay. Hey, I just want to say to, to our loyal listener, man, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I'm saying truth. my heart breaks for you. But to be clear, but when you say his garage door is open, you're, you mean like that the door to the house. No, no, no. The garage door. The, the actual garage door is open. So yeah. the whole neighborhood can see you doing this. <laughs> Every night, yeah. So when it's hot out, he just sits there in the heat, in like 90, 95 degree weather or whatever it is. He just sweats. How is his game sweats. system not melting? <laughs> it just goes to show you how high quality stuff is. I guess. Now. Fuck. So he just sweats for hours on it. It sounds terrible. And then he goes inside. He just goes to bed. No. He doesn't nope. shower. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Just goes to bed. Nope. Getting divorced, take a fucking shower. Absolutely not. No. I could have one tiny bead of sweat on oh, my forehead. Oh, anytime he goes for a run, and I, I know he's going to take a shower, but I always got to confirm. You know, you're taking a shower, right? And he's like, yes. Yeah, I can't deal with it. It's like, what, do you want to lay someone next, lay next to someone who smells no. for like eight hours? Smelling and sweat, absolutely not. Go sleep on the couch. And then you're he's not gonna sleeping in my you, bed. he's going to kick you. Well, then you're just getting punched in the face. <laughs> what a tolerant you, partner they have. You, have you ever, like, been shoved in the back in the middle of your sleep, Alex? I have not. Yeah. Interesting. You keep your fucking arms to yourself. <laughs> the other day, and I didn't realize it wasn't him. It was in the morning, and I suddenly feel this arm just, like, flop against me, and I was like... This shall not stand. I do not like being touched when I'm like sleeping. So I go to like turn to do something, and it's definitely just Izzy in the bed with us. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, good. That would have been really bad." Did she come out of her room and come into your bedroom? Or oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's this the, has that's, been a fun time. That's the new move. Because she can break containment and then break our containment as well. Which I'd rather her do. I don't want her wandering the house without us awake. Yeah. But it's also like, God damn it! I could have used that extra 20 minutes. The, so you almost like elbowed your child in the head. Yes. Basically. <laughs> now, what I've been really thankful of uh, or thankful for is that. So since she's learned to open doors and this is what, like a week and a half now. This is a new thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, granted, she learned how to. She figured out how to open doors when we were in Florida, down at your parents' house. But they had handle doors. Yeah, we have knobs. Yeah, handles are easier. Yeah, a lot of dogs can open handle doors. Yes. Um. But you know, we have knobs. She and she only just figured out how she can do it. And um. And well, for, for starting the first day after she figured out how to do it, I got up. 
and I came out in the living room and she had like come out in the morning at some point and just lay down on the couch like in that corner and I'm like what are you doing <laughs> um but what I've been really thankful for is that while she does get up earlier than we do she's not getting up at like five in the morning she's getting up like 20 minutes earlier than we normally do yeah knock on that wood <laughs> so this it, is probably the crate and barrel chair that that real one's wood. real this is like wayfair that's not real so i think that's real wood it sounded like it that thing is heavy as hell hey, yes, some wayfair stuff is nice oh, I, have oh a, yeah. I have a wayfair desk that's nice i love this desk it's great yeah that um, that desk that we're just covering all of our bases alex because yeah, I have some friends whose kids get up at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning and do not go back to bed. And I'm like, I don't know how no, you function. That's, that's not okay. This shall not stand. Yeah. Well, you better get her real comfy on the stairs before, uh, and you better teach her that falling hurts before she figures out how to or- open that divider on your stairs. Yeah. Well, I'm not as worried about that because grown ass adults can't figure that shit out. Yeah, but we've already covered this. I'm more worried about her crawling stupid. on like the back of a couch and doing something stupid. So yeah. it's just And she doesn't do that a lot anymore every now and again though she will and it's just like <clears throat> Yeah. But usually I've like We could put up a tasteful net. Ooh. A tasteful net. <laughs> can we put like targets on it and we'll play darts or something? <laughs> The look I'm getting right now is, like, amazing. Where, you know, just get up and go tend to your daughter, you know. Mm. Tasteful. That, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Look, sometimes you have to come up with solutions, okay? When you're running the sweatshop in, for slave labor in China, you, you, could, either, suicide prevention you could either make their working conditions better so they don't want to kill themselves, or you just put up nets. <laughs> The world we live in. Nets. Nets. Nets solve all problems. They do. You know, she's usually up like between seven and eight o'clock and it's like, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. It's not. It is just funny when you hear, cause like she's not quiet about opening that door. There's lots of banging and like, it's like, okay, is he awake? And you know, and then you get the pitter patter. Yeah. You can hear it. Um, One time we were doing the podcast recently and all of a sudden we just heard a thunk and then Bob went upstairs and what she just like rolled out of bed but kept sleeping. Yeah. (laughs) Which is impressive. Yeah. Well, because she, I mean, she's had a couple like, I guess we've had like a couple milestones lately and like, so she, she had in her bed this, this rail. Right. That, and she was kind of sleeping within the rail. Like it had a little cutout for her to get in. But, you know, kind of contained her. Um, but I was getting really worried because she would, she was sitting there and she'd press her head up against the backboard and then push against this rail. And I was, I'm just like watching her do this. and like, this is going to snap and this is going to be bad. So I said, okay, the rail's got to come off. Um, and then she rolled out of it twice that we know of and um you know fortunately i mean it's low to the ground it's not really it's not a huge it's it's, not a huge it's not a huge fall and at that age they're elastic but 
you know, there were, we did have that moment of worry where we were both like, she's gonna fall on her fucking head and something like, terrible. Is yeah, she uh, like if she keeps falling out of her bed, like this is gonna be a problem. Like I, I taken my inflatable um, camping mattress and I put it next to her bed, just as like that's funny. Uh, it, 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 like a trampoline, man. <laughs> but I mean, she. But there, there falls out of the bed. And so it's the trampoline ricochets out of the win- out the window. This is one of those like shitty parenting things where dear Lord, let Homer uh, guide Homer <laughs> to the mattress below. I love how much it's square you. and true. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> the um is one of those shitty parenting things where like you kind of gotta just let it go because. You know, she's eventually she's got to learn how to sleep in a bed, and part of it is like growing that awareness that you're on the edge of the bed. You know, I sleep on the edge of the bed a lot. I don't fall out of the bed because I have that awareness of it. You grow the you grow a sense of that that's where it is. So, but and you've got to learn that at some point. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You, you just got to hope like, okay, I just hope she just figures it out fast so she doesn't roll out too many times because that's stressful. <laughs> well, it's I, stressful. What's stressful, let me tell you, is when I'm sitting there and she wants to walk on the couch, but she doesn't walk against like the back of the couch. No, we're no. trying oh, to no. get like curtail the walking on the we, couch. We, shit. we walk on the front edge of the couch and then she'll do it by me and I'll grab her. I'll be like, look, look, look. You fall right now. It's kind of I'm hurt. in trouble. <laughs> so, no, let's not do this. No, she has definitely fallen off before. And it's just like, dude, you know this hurts. What are you doing? Yeah. To be clear, Alex, you would never be in trouble. We would just look at her and be like, we told you this is what fucking happens. <laughs> oh, no, I'd be in trouble. Look, she's look at her. I'd be in trouble. I'm supposed bit. to react. I'm supposed to, have, I'm supposed to have the parent, like, ultra reaction. I'm not expecting an ultra reaction, but I'm expecting, like, something. <laughs> That's why I grab her. I'm not going to lie. I'd be a little miffed. <laughs> See? <laughs> she, so I was, I was giving her a bath maybe two weeks ago, and... She, she, she insisted on sitting on the edge of the of the bath, and I'm like, I'm like kind of like jumbling around, and like I'm just like, no, no, and, and then she just falls out right onto the pa- like onto the onto the cart onto the rug there, and I just looked at her. I'm like, well, what did the, what did you think? What you think was gonna, gonna happen? happen here? <laughs> like, like how he censored himself. Did you say what the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> no, it's probably what I would have said. Well, you learned your lessons on swearing, didn't you? She hasn't said it back to me again, so. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was really funny. <laughs> Just like, God. Because to be fair, I've been expecting that to happen for like several years. Because I do try... I know, it doesn't seem like it, but I do try not to swear in front of her. Do you? I do! <laughs> it doesn't work very well, but I do try. There is a concerted effort made. She Still. tries as hard as I try to turn off the lights. You you want to... You really? <laughs> I swear to God, I almost went in there and took a picture this week. Just to be like, look at this fucker left the light on. And I was like, you know what? That's a little petty. I'm not going to do that. I'm next time, though, you. next time, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> okay. 
I'm keeping a record. But um, yeah, no, that the was, list of your enemy. That was good. <sighs> I don't even remember what we were fucking talking about. Doesn't matter. No. Okay. The Saudis, and then we started talking about our, how our kid can open doors. Hey, now. there's nothing. There's nothing really to talk about, I guess. But Bob, did you see? Um, in Microsoft's effort to make the CMA happy, they've said, as a condition of the merger, they'll sell the cloud streaming rights to Ubisoft. Yep. For Activision Blizzard games in the UK. There's. It's an interesting solution. It is. It's creative. I'll give them that. <laughs> well, it's just such like a... so weird. <laughs> you know? Like, if it works, it works. Well, I mean... So... Here's here's what's funny about it. Because basically they're just saying, right, to my understanding, is we'll, we, we will sell the cloud streaming rights for whatever agreement they came to, to all these... for all these Activision Blizzard games, to Ubisoft... And then Ubisoft can turn around and they can sell them to whoever they want for whatever they want in the UK, right? Yep. Well, and, and you know, it's it's addressing, it's directly addressing what the CMA said, that they're worried about, um, you know, consolidated um, cloud gaming uh, uh, issues. So, you know, and, and I know your thoughts on that, but... It's like if okay, what can the CMA say now? It's like we're 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 making sure that in the UK, which is the only place that matters for the CMA because you are not part of the EU, um you still have a this market still exists. Yeah. You know, it's it's creative. So I don't know what I don't know what magical reason they'll come up with now. This we'll see. I think it's gonna go through. I, I really do. I think so too. I I think because generally like and that agreement didn't get renegotiated out very long right so it's got to go through soon wasn't didn't they only add like like two or three months I don't onto remember. it yeah I mean they it's just as much as as they thought it would take to get done I mean because they, they can always continue to sure you know extend it more and more because you know at this point Activision wants it Microsoft wants it. Every, you know, just about everyone except Sony. Sony and um gamers with two brain cells wants it. Um so like let's you know, it's just a matter of it, you know, if 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 two months coat comes and goes and it's like you know, the paperwork's on the the last guy's desk. They're not going to say, "Oh, nope, deal's off." Hey, can the EU, while they're doing all their various good work, and, and I do appreciate the EU for actually doing at least something that helps consumers here and there, can they step in and mandate that Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo have to uh, use thumbsticks that don't disintegrate right after you touch them? Did you, did you have an issue, Alex? No, I mean, it's just like every everyone uses these same shitty, like, controller parts the thumbsticks especially that just cannot last like i don't know what the deal is i think it just wasn't as much of an issue back in the day right because they've been using all these same shitty parts forever but you're starting to get a little drift on a controller 
well it's every controller gets drift now within six months of using it it's just how much can you tolerate that's why all these like shooters now have dead zones that you can set yourself because you have to keep raising the dead zone up to mitigate the stick drift Mm. but because it's all on the inside of the movement you know the interior of it so here's a here's something i i'm i'm wondering is how how much of it is bad engineering or manufacturing and how much of it is just a dramatically increased amount of time people are spending on gaming well that's a, that's what i was getting to is i think i think people are just going harder on their controllers than they used to yeah um but there are solutions out there and i don't know how expensive they are to manufacture versus the current solutions they use but there's those hall effect sensors that use magnets and so there's not any like moving parts basically what i've heard is when these these controllers out there that use the hall effect thumbsticks that's going to be the last thing that breaks on the controller instead of the first thing mm-hmm. like something else is going to break on the controller before those thumbsticks do so they're like much better but you know i think part of it is they sell these controllers for a lot of money. I mean, like the controllers are 50, 60, $70. It's like, it's kind of nice for them. If, Hey, every year someone feels like they got to replace their controller. It's almost like it's, it's planned obsolescence. It's planned that way. Yeah. Well, so that was kind of like, this is legitimately a, a, a decent part of the reason why I haven't, uh, really gone back and played Horizon yet um, and is because I have one controller that half the controller is dead and I have another controller that um, the battery's dead. Well, you, I mean, if you're going to play it, you really either need to buy a PS5 or borrow mine. Because it just it yeah. should be such a dramatically better experience. I mean, I didn't have a bad experience playing why, on the PS4. It's like, okay. You have this sweet-ass TV. Uh-huh. Like, two sweet TVs. Uh-huh. And then you're going to play a brand new sweet game on hardware from, like, the 1960s. It just doesn't make any sense. The 1960s. That's 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 what it feels like when when you're on a PS4. Alex, I just bought a really nice dishwasher. Uh huh. So, I mean, oh, so we're into the dishwasher now. You were a little salty. We didn't get the one that you liked. I really like that KitchenAid. Mm -hmm. The KitchenAid, but it didn't have the right. Oh, should we tell people? You know, we haven't talked about on the podcast. Oh. The last, the last podcast, I don't know what we ended up saying, but I, we should tell people, you bought a dishwasher. Yep. And it was a GE. So we got the brand, all the brands match. There is one problem. There's no logo on it, so no one's going to ever know the brands match. I know. <laughs> and that's all that matters. Because if you remember, Bob, this is a sticking point. It just, it's just a flat stainless steel panel. Mm-hmm. Just like all the others, probably. <laughs> yeah? You got something to say? No. Okay. Erica got Erica sat up like she was ready to give me some no, shit. No, no, no. Just... Nope. Um, now, 
just just as call it the kitchen had it's you know it had a three racks too it was also more expensive marginally it's still more expensive but this third rack that it had had like a special holder for cups so you could like put them down like kind of sideways and so they wouldn't be on the same level as your uh, you know your cookware and stuff it was really nice it's the second rack no what but you always put cups on the top rack yeah. you put like the plates on the bottom well now it's on the third rack oh i know what you're talking about okay it was cool <laughs> it's also more expensive hey should we- i saved us money well, that's money well, that can go towards a PS5. If we had gotten the exterior handle, we would have saved more money. Yeah, but I didn't want an exterior handle. <laughs> that doesn't look good. I we agree. got the pocket handle. I agree. The pocket handle's nice. And that's it has it has Wi-Fi. Which I don't really understand. And we definitely probably, didn't hook up. But. Probably so they can like update the firmware and break it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of planned obsolescence, we can deliver that right over here. You know, here I think that. it's time for them to buy a new dishwasher again. <laughs> Oh, Brickets. the the sensors that detect how clean the plates are oh, don't work yeah, the correctly se- the anymore. Sensors, the sensors, yes. sensors. Do they portray that as like they're like um you know doing like an environmentally friendly thing? Probably. Oh, Fuck we're using knows. less water because we detect how much water needs well, to be used. No, to clean what, your plates. what what they say is that it's this is mandated efficiency by regulation. And so, mm. you know, that's why. I see. Um, and then, yeah, that sensor's full of shit. Like, now. Always has been. I mean, this dishwasher's been doing good. Oh, no, you so. got your third rack for your uh, your silverware. Come so. on, the third rack's nice. It's fine. Third rack's nice. Listen, so, so when, when you wash your silverware, Alex, mm-hmm. you pull out the third rack, it's like at your... It's at like arm level. It's not in some basket that you got to bend down to get. It's right at arm level. You just and then you can just like pick out all the knives and just turn and plop them into the knives. You can pick out all of the forks and turn and plop them right in the forks. You're not like picking one at a time, getting them all grubby with your hands. You like it's very it's very clean. The basket does still it's, lift out of the dishwasher and you could put it right by the drawer where you put the silverware. I feel the, you could. I feel the need to point this out. But that's out. what I refer to as a double move. <laughs> Bob's doing a single move, so he's more efficient. Mm, now, I will say, are you being efficient with your placement of the dirty utensils when you put them in there? Yes. Are you putting all the knives in, one pla- knives in one place and all the forks in another? And then what you can do is you could just like sweep them all up and drop them right into the drawer. It's true. I mean, that would be better. Um but no. So maybe maybe that's that could be an adjustment. That, that can be an be adjustment made. to be even if more efficient. You really efficient. want to speed things up. Mm. Yeah. And the two minutes it takes to unload the dishwasher. Okay, but here's the thing. My entire life I've hated unloading the dishwasher. Oh, do you hate doing that? I couldn't tell. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> I don't mind loading the dishwasher for some reason, mm. but unloading the dishwasher, I hate. I always have. <laughs> you're Now you're acting like I never unload the dishwasher. I did not say that. 
No, with, with your words. <laughs> I didn't say this is a verbal medium, friend. What's up? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey. So, you know, I wouldn't buy a PS5 because you'll never use it anyway. But if you were going to get one, I think you should wait a year because I'm sure there's going to be a PS5 Pro. So you may as well buy that instead of buying one now. And then a year later, it's the same price, but like twice as good. Excuse me. And then you could play Horizon on that. Mm. Or just kidding. Not play Horizon on that. Hey, I did start Yuffie's DLC on Final Fantasy VII Remake. How are you finding She's it? pretty funny. Yuffie's a character. I enjoyed her in the first, in the original. She's got some fun combat. She, uh... Because, you know, that game isn't, like, a traditional turn-based game. You have to, like, build up this ATB meter, and then mm-hmm. you use that to use abilities and everything. Um, but you still, like, run around and fight and do stuff in the meantime. And her attacks are pretty cool. She's, uh... She, like, has, a like, a boomerang or, a like, a throwing star type weapon. Either one. There's a couple different ones. And you, like, you could throw it into the enemy and stick it into them. And then, like, she does a bunch of, like, ninjutsu, ninjutsu bullshit from range and just, like, does damage. And you can change her. You could cast a spell that changes her damage type. So you can, like, uh, you know, scan the enemy and see what their weaknesses are. This is especially good against bosses. Oh, right? and have For her, like, a, then be, like, uh, a certain element. Right. So, like, you can make her... Because apparently the buff lasts, like, five minutes. So, if you're fighting That's a forever. boss... Yeah. yeah. If you're fighting a boss, you can just say, like, oh, they're weak to ice. And just make your all your attacks ice damage. Um, well, it was cool because you used to, in the original game with the Materia system, which I don't know if they still have that. Yeah. You could, uh, in your materia slots, in your weapon, you could do, they'd have, like, an elemental damage materia, and then you'd have, uh, you'd need a connector, but you could do, like, ice and that, and then your weapon would yeah, you have still that do elemental that. damage, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. You could still do that, but she can do it just as, like, a baseline to all her abilities, mm-hmm. and she has some cool stuff, like, uh, um... I'm trying to think how to describe it. She she has this cool attack. It's called like windstorm where you like throw the throwing star into them and then you cast windstorm and she like yanks them, yank the enemy off their feet towards you like while dealing damage. And so it's a cool one. And, and then she also has, you always control her in the DLC. You can't switch between her and her teammates, um, but you could still control like what abilities they use and stuff, but you could also do these like, uh, they think they're called like synergy attacks or something where instead of, uh, doing like regular windstorm, for example, you can do like enhanced, like synergy windstorm. I think they call it where her partner like picks her up and like throws her into the enemy and you do like basically tag team attacks type nice. stuff. Very cool. So she, and yeah, she has like a really fun play style. Like you can, like I said, you can throw the star into enemies and then you can hit triangle again do teleport into them and then start doing like melee damage and she has like an air dodge you can trigger where she just like poofs into another spot and so she has like a very um like high damage interactive play style but she also has like no health so she gets destroyed Mm -hmm. so you got to be on it it's very 
Very cool. And that's another game that was like, you know, because it got a PS5 update. So that's like 60 FPS now. And man, oh, it feels so like it was such a good looking before game before. But now it looks good and it runs great. Nah, she was always in my final. I had a uh, uh, my crew that I always took in against uh, the final boss in the original was uh, Tifa and uh, Yuffie, mm-hmm. who I always brought in with me. Well, and I think in like the regular remake, a lot of people's favorite character to play as was Tifa because she was like a very like combo heavy character mm-hmm. with all the punches and kicks and everything. Um, but I think you know Yuffie, they kind of like added another few levels of like complexity and they made the enemies tougher like i don't know if it's just like i don't know if it's just that i hadn't played because i haven't played that game in years so it's like they just kind of like throw you in and all of a sudden hey remember you're getting your ass beat right and so i don't know if it's that i just haven't played in a while or if they actually made the enemies tougher but a little bit of a struggle the one thing honestly in like original seven remake is you spend a huge percentage of the time with Aerith, mm-hmm. and Aerith almost like makes things easy because she's just like doing crazy healing all over the place. Whereas like now you really don't have like a dedicated healer on this team. Now is this before she meets up with you guys? Yeah, you're. I think this DLC p- takes place right after they blow up the reactor. Okay. And then you're with some part of Avalanche, but they describe like Tifa and Barrett and all them as like a splinter cell. Hmm. Interesting. So you don't, you're not with them yet, but there's some interactions with them. Like they don't know and no one knows like, oh, like who anyone is, you know. That's interesting because I don't think Yuffie was part of Avalanche in the... Uh... Well, she's not. She's part of Wutai or whatever, but yeah. she's working with Avalanche. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that they worked with them in the uh, original. No, like I told you, a Research. lot of things No, you different. said that they were changing stuff. Like the remake in it is actually like... Yeah. A thing. Yeah. Well, you said the sequel's coming or the second part's coming Rebirth out soon. Is, yeah. yeah, I think it is coming out pretty soon. I don't know exactly when, but it's soon. It's one of those things, man, it's, it does really feel like now, okay, we're getting into like some really big game releases where, you know, you have Starfield coming out soon. and Starfield's in a few weeks, isn't it? Yeah, and the, the impressions seem like overwhelmingly positive from the reviewers that have played it and everything. Like, you know, because they can't really talk about it because it's under NDA. Sure. But there was something, this was hilarious, some guy, some idiot... This is where it's like, man, the public school system failed somebody. He was working at a warehouse. I guess the warehouse had some of the collector's editions of Starfield. So he stole them from the warehouse. And then, in his genius, for the clout or something, I don't know, started playing Starfield on his Xbox streaming him like playing on tiktok or somebody and uh i don't know kept posting about it It was like saying who he was like this guy was an idiot screaming like please come find me and so they they came along and they like account they account banned his xbox like literally his xbox doesn't function anymore and then yeah the police came and arrested him right so because you stole something stupid (laughs) So, and then when you steal something, you don't like immediately jump up and down and be like, hey, guess what? I stole, I stole something. something. 
Yeah, I don't know what that guy was thinking. And that that is kind of, I mean, this is a different topic, right? And this guy obviously deserved it for being really dumb. But it is kind of scary that Microsoft or Sony can just come along and say, hey, you broke X rules. We don't like what you're doing. Right? We're banning you off our platform we and just, we're taking away your access to every single game you own. We can just brick your Xbox, right? Yeah, they could literally brick your Xbox. That's... And Sony can do the same thing. And I think when it usually happens is when like you, let's say, you know, I've told people before, don't ever buy something and then kill the purchase on your credit card, for example. Because if you, let's say you buy a game on Xbox digitally, and then you go to your credit card and you say, you know, refuse that purchase or whatever, Microsoft will come along and they will ban your account because you're, because you owe them money that you're not paying. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter how it happened. Like if you have any sort of payment dispute, you need to go through Microsoft or Sony. Don't go through your credit card company. Like, even if someone stole something from Well, they you think you're trying to pull something, right? Right. So they will just literally just ban your system. Oh, excuse me. I can't stop yawning. Yeah, I remember one time someone was like, oh, I bought so-and-so, but I don't... I was like, do not cancel it on your credit card. Do not. Mm-hmm. You'll regret it. All right. You got anything else? Mm-mm. Oh. I'll look forward to this dream of uh, the Hooters, the homemade Hooters wings, and fixing many a problems around here. Uh huh. Yeah. No RoboCop. Disgusting. I just, it doesn't appeal. I that's that's something I can fix, man. I just never. I've never seen anything about RoboCop, and I've been like, yes, I need to watch that. I mean, we could just do, like, the evening then and exclude him. No, he's watching it. (laughs) And we're taking his phone away, too. Okay. Oh, you were going to have phone privileges, but now... Revoked. Has revoked them. Sad. (laughs) I have to actually watch this movie with my wife and my friend. How horrible. The only two people that will pretend to like me. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I hold don't me, hold me tight. <laughs> <laughs>